What is going on, everyone? You are watching another episode of the Imperial Senate podcasts, The Bad Bitches. I am one of your hosts, Claire Stribling, and joining me, of course, is Nikki Kumar. Hey, everyone. Welcome, welcome back. Clone Force 69 in action. <laughs> um, bad Keeping Betches. It squad. Yep. Uh, yeah, how's it, how's it going, Claire? Oh, it's going. It's definitely yeah. going. Sorry for the technical difficulties, a few delays, but um, we are here. We are live. We have made it. And uh, Charlie's not with us at the moment. Hopefully, he'll be able to join us a little bit later. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if he's able to join us. Yeah. Um. But yeah, how are you doing, Nikki? Yeah, not so bad. Just uh, wrapping up my time here in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> I'll be oh, yeah. back in my normal normal situation by next week. So, yeah, by next week. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. Heck yeah! Did you enjoy your time in the Pacific Northwest? You know, I can't complain. It's it's been a it's been an interesting. Portland is a weird city because it's like it's very it feels very chill. Yeah, like, and so that's fun. But also, my allergies aren't great up here. So, oh no, no. A, Since a, moving yeah. out here, I know how you feel because, like, not used to all of these California weeds, and it's yep. not great. And everything's beautiful and blooming, and there's like a new tree blooming every day. And I'm like, this is terrible. I'm dying. Yep. But it's it's great. It's beautiful. But yes, so we are joined here. We have reconvened <laughs> to discuss yet another fabulous episode. Of the Bad Batch, episode six, decommissioned. Boom. Um, boom. Boom, boom, boom. So I'm just going to ask you right off the bat, what were your initial thoughts on this episode before we really break it down piece by piece? I ain't going to lie. This episode slapped. Oh, slapped so real, much. Slapped real hard. Um, yeah, I just, it was it was funny. There was great action. I thought, like, there was, like, dialogue that just had me laughing a lot. Um and oh, Sid, Sid remains an amazing underworld character. I can't wait for more Sid every week. Oh, um, oh. Yeah. Love, so, love I mean, play. yeah, it's, it's, it was awesome. Like, I mean, there's just no way, <laughs> no way around it. It was great seeing some familiar faces, some faces I thought we would see in the end of uh, Clone Wars, like post, post, you know, sort of like the battle. Like I always figured Ahsoka would go back. We'll get more into them in a bit, but, um, yeah, obviously, you know, they're still they're still popping. So yeah, it was awesome. Great episode. Yeah, this is like I think this is my favorite episode um other than the premiere. Like mm-hmm. these two like just fabulous fabulous storytelling. Um there's something that's so satisfying about having the Martez sisters come back because of the internet backlash. Like mm-hmm. the vindictive part of me is just like good. <laughs> Bring yeah. them back. And they yeah. did it. I knew it. I knew that they were going to utilize them again in a way that would be like, hey, remember how y'all were like kind of annoyed on Twitter about them? You shouldn't have been because they're important. Mm-hmm. So I was really, really excited to see them back. The action was great. There were some of the funniest moments like on Clone Wars or Bad Badge that I'd seen in a while. Like that echo joke will never get old. Yep. Yep. Um just so many great moments, and uh, yeah, I really like this episode as well. Yeah. But and if you guys have any comments, any questions, any any things you want to share, be sure to pop them 
into the comment section and uh, anything you want us to talk about as well, other than our topics that we have picked out, feel free, feel free to do that. It'll be pretty cool, you know. And we do want to hear from you guys and know exactly what you thought about this episode as well. Absolutely. All right. So that being said, let's get into this episode beat by beat. Let me see if I know how to work StreamYard, apparently. <laughs> Here we go. So. Bam. Boom. We're starting off on Ord Mantel in Sid's fine CD establishment. Mm-hmm. And Echo giving Omega some archery lessons. I thought it was really, really sweet. Um, I like that this episode seemed to feature Echo a little bit more than maybe other episodes. Um, it's nice to watch him tutor Omega, just like Rex tutoring Ahsoka. It's just, mm-hmm. we're coming full circle. So sweet. Um, we've also, we finally saw Omega not be so good at something. Yeah. Which is especially when um, she hit that shot in the premiere when Crosshair was about right. to fire. So yeah, she's uh, she's still working out the kinks on the, the light bow. Um, but yeah, this this part was automatically just great fun like i think uh in even just that opening shot of ward mantel i was like oh nice still still beautiful (laughs) um so that was great and then yeah then the just the comedy around um her hitting the shots the dude or the the, like ethorian in the weak way like placing bets and just oh my god yeah just this hilarious vibe of this bar which is of course extra funny based on sid being voiced by real real perlman so it's like right. cheers jokes, very meta, <laughs> like at this cheers bar vibe in uh in Star Wars. Um so yeah, it was it was just great and uh yeah, I loved I loved the um I already got three. It's like yeah, three out of twelve. <laughs> three out of twelve, kid. Like that's and not then, so good. <laughs> is are there any other math nerds who are like, Echo, simplify that fraction? My man. <laughs> you gotta go bring that down. But anyway, that was funny. Um yeah, it was it was just it was just a great way to intro the episode, and I also I felt bad for that person who tried to walk in and immediately got shot at. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, you really got to watch where you're going on Ord yeah. Mantel. It is yeah. truly a seedy seedy place. Indeed, to be. the underworld has no rules. No, and also, did you notice that like the sound effect they used for the Weequay laugh was very Koaki and Monkey Lizard? If you didn't, I sure did. I better you better believe I did. Yeah, I would hope so for you. <laughs> we got to stay on brand. We have to stay on brand. Yeah. Man, I'm I'm still hoping we go see Jabba, though, because if we do, Oof. you know who might be there? What already up? got Bib. What up, Chief? Yeah, that was that was fun getting the, the Bib. Um, uh, what's it called? Bib, I guess, oh, the model. Cameo. Yeah, and mm-hmm. just like the model in general, because like we've seen or like we talked before, you know, they make a model for something. They're not usually for one-offs, right? Like, right. that's that's a lot of work to to put into one thing. So, yeah, you never know. Um, so, I, I that'd be so awesome if uh, if Jabba and then the big the big S S uh, what's his middle name? SB SB it's SBC. Just, there we go. The big, the big SBC, old SBC comes in. Uh, yeah, be classic, a classic moment. So classic. But yeah, also I love. Like, I love Sid. I love mm-hmm. Sid so much. Every time she shows up, I'm just like, oh, come on. Uh, but when she she calls, she gives, she says that Omega has noodle arms. 
and then immediately just owns her by taking like yeah. a bunch of like bullseye shots in the middle. Just absolute funny, delightful Star Wars, which makes me like, but I'm thinking like, what do we, do we still think, what do we think about Omega's special ability? Is it just the empathy still? Is it just, cause she's not, I know a lot of people have theorized about her just being like a quick learner, like able to adapt quick, but this is not so much the case this time. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. Yeah, it's, it's like, because we haven't really seen her since the premiere do that sort of special tap-in. Like, right. whatever it, whatever it is, she can tap into something. Like, whether it's just someone's emotions or the force. Um, so, like, <laughs> we haven't really seen her do that for a while. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's hard to say. Maybe maybe now it's, that's still sort of on the back burner. Um, and maybe they're not trying to, to reveal that too much. But... But yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see if that or like obviously it's gonna come back what what her purpose was, but right. um, yeah, it doesn't seem to be combat at the moment. Mm-mm. <laughs> poor poor baby. I also really love um, a lot of Sid's dialogue with the clones. Like there were some yes. in episode five as well. Just and uh, I, I love the because also because we wasn't here for episode five. Let me just shout out the moment when Sid's like. Oh, she's the brains of the whole thing, and then Wrecker like holds his hand out, and she like she <laughs> like high fives it. Like that was so good. I I love this group with Sid, and you know Sid calling Sid being like, "Hey, this is my briefing goggles." Like, shut up. Uh, I thought th- I thought that was so funny. She's such a great uh, character for them to bounce off of because they're they're very like, and even this is the Bad Batch, so like we see them in a context of they're they go off the rules from the rest of the clones, but now they mm-hmm. look like the straight characters like they're like the ones trying to like bounce off of this world that has no order to it. And they're like, even at Hunter at the end, he's like, I kind of miss order. And like, right. and like they, and they're like the, the team with no order. So it's kind of funny um, how that's all like, just even, even this is just foreign territory to them. Exactly. It's, it's so much fun. And I see a comment here that I want to highlight because it makes me laugh. Her nick she calls tech goggles. Come on. Yep. That is hysterical. I, I just ugh, queens. Queen stuff. But yeah, so we got this mission from our queen, Miss Sid, and uh our mystery buyer, whoever it is, wants to go get the head of the tactical droid on Corellia. Corellia's cool. back, baby. Yep. How did you feel about the reintroduction of Corellia? Or the first time I think that we've seen it animated right yeah i think you're right um that it was cool and like i've seen i've seen some side-by-side shots of like you know that opening solo shot with the title and you sort of see like the dockyards and stuff and they sort of put they didn't do like the exact same shot but it was it was very cool to see that that sort of vibe yeah that that vibe on um in animated form and yeah it was just it was just like again one of those things like we've gotten some um i guess the past two planets have been these sort of like new glimpses, like I mean, Ord Mantell. Like I don't think we've ever gotten a like visual canonical Ord Mantell. Um, so that was really cool. I don't know if it was in a comic or anything. It could have been, but like as far as like a sort of you know show medium or whatever, um, that right. was really cool. Pantora was really cool. So it was kind of fun to to go back to something a little familiar, um, but still opening the door wider on on this sort of famous planet for Star Wars. 
Exactly. Yeah. I thought that it was cool. Like it looked like when we went back to Corellia, it almost looked like we had some shots to be nearly identical for Zolo. Like we are very, very close. It seems to where Lady Proxima's den of Mm -hmm. mischief is. I feel like we went around the exact same corner that Han goes around in the very beginning of the movie. I wonder where the silo is. (laughs) Right? Where is the silo? I don't know. We have to remember it. We have to remember the silo. (laughs) Oh my goodness. But yeah, so I, one thing about the, I mean, I love Corellia. I love the design of Corellia. It feels good to go back again. Hashtag make Solo 2 happen again um, in animation, I guess. Mm. But yeah, I really liked. Um, I really li- they they did such a beautiful job with the animation again. It's it's spot on. It's like one to one, pretty much identical of uh, from the solo movies and mm-hmm. well, movie singular. And uh, yeah, I really I really enjoyed going back. And I one thing that I was excited to see was how what they're doing with the droids. Yeah, yeah. Like seeing an actual seeing a, a decommissioning facility, mm-hmm. um, which was pretty exciting. And poor Wrecker, they keep going places where he's like afraid of heights. Yeah, and like, oh hey, I know you're afraid of heights. Let's have you swing over a lava pit. That'll definitely <laughs> help with your fear of heights. That'll help you get over it real quick. Yeah, no, a little bit worse, right? <laughs> yeah, that was that's always the Wrecker height jokes. For whatever reason, won't get old for me. I think okay. especially when, like, I love the ones in uh, the, even the first arc in the Clone Wars. He's <laughs> just like, ah! <laughs> <Do we have laughs> and, um, yeah, it, it again, and, and it also showed, um, you know, this, this idea, they like, still touch every now and again on this missing family member. Um, right. Where he's like, "Oh, that was that was Crosshair's job to do the <laughs> the lookout." And again, it just it, this continuing sort of theme of like the family not being whole, um, right? And and even even down to I think it was like touching on the last episode again, getting Omega's comm link, um, like that. He's yeah. like, "Oh, I finally mine." He's like, "Well, it was Crosshair's." Well, so like, I mean, yeah, sort of yours, yeah, right? So it's it's interesting that that's still. Even even in just little throwaway lines, still a through line for the yeah. for this story. And I, that's that's another thing that like I would say if I if I'm gonna nitpick at this episode, which I'm not gonna do very much because it was great. Um, if I'm gonna nitpick, I still I need to see Crosshair. Mm-hmm. It's been so long that they've left that super juicy storyline to sit there. But you know, it's a long series, a lot of episodes. Yeah. I'm not I'm not too concerned about that. Either way, I'm still surprised. I know it's yeah, I'm still surprised how many episodes are in this season. Right. So, like, holy yeah, cow. plenty, plenty of time, plenty of time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So let's see here. So we we went to Corellia. We're on mm. a mission. We're doing stuff, and we run into the oh. Vortez sister. <laughs> yeah, this is great. So great. Um, I love, and I, I love seeing even even before they popped up. I love seeing the batch sort of get into business, doing their thing, and then Omega's got her little binoculars, and she's like, "Okay, oh, let's, let's do this." And then then you see the little legs behind her, and it's like, "Oh, <laughs> what's going oh, on?" Oh no! Yep. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, I remember just sort of being like, "Okay, what's who is who is this?" Um, and just I don't. It was like one of those things where it's like, was I surprised? No, like. Was I surprised it was someone interesting? No. 
Was it surprised it was the Marches mm-hmm. sisters? Yes. That was that was a pleasant surprise. It really, really was. And I like the first thing, like we did a reaction video for it over over at the house, and the first thing that I thought was Araj! Oh my god! <laughs> because Araj, good buddy from the Sith list, loves Rafa. Oh, Rafa's He's in great. love with her. He's in oh, love yeah. with her. He's like, she's so beautiful and yeah. she's so talented and everything she does is great. And I love her. And I knew just some deep down in my heart that he was having the most wonderful, joyous moment ever. Mm-hmm. Um, which I have to say, um, I'm, I mean, I'm glad that they decided to bring them back. And it, and it has, I, it does bring up a lot of questions though, which we'll get to later. We'll get to eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. So we're in the droid factory. Some of the best action of the whole season in my yeah, book. Really good. Like so good. I like was legitimately concerned for Omega for a bit. Mm-hmm. Legitimately. Um, it was a great okay. like play on um, the, the droid factory from Clo- Attack of the Clones. <laughs> right? yes! like, it was, it was, oh, totally. It, uh, just really good. Um, like sort of like a half callback. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we love that kind of stuff in Star. It's always fun. And, um, yeah, I mean, when, when she's stuck on that conveyor belt and then she actually falls in, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it was, it was just, there's all sorts of stuff. Hunter with a killer grappling hook, um, move, uh, you know, echo and, and tech down at the, uh, the little console. Um, and then Wrecker, uh, <laughs> Wrecker causing concern <laughs> for oh himself. God. Wrecker's like chip malfunctioning CTE is like not okay with me right now. Yeah, yeah. So we I'm finally had that scared. moment. Yeah, it's been coming. Was third episode when he hit his head pretty mm-hmm. hard? The first um, time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The third episode was his headaches. And then it's just been getting progressively worse until, bam, good soldiers Follow orders, Good baby. Soldiers. Yeah, that was terrifying. And that, that's the other like fun thing about this episode. Like there was it flipped on the spectrum of like joy and fear. So like mm-hmm. like big time. Because like, yeah, we're watching it when the Marta sisters show up and there's this great action set piece of and all these p- moving pieces and the amazing sound effects and you know it's it's classic like vintage action Star Wars. And then Homie hits his head <laughs> and it's like good soldier follower. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no, please no. Um, and, and it goes on for a while. He doesn't get up and, you know, it takes, it takes a lot for, uh, for him to get back in the action. Um, because this thing, this hits him big time. And, um, you know, I thought a, a really like sort of, I don't know if this is intentional or not, but it was when Omega asked, or said, we need you. That's when he got up. And mm-hmm. I thought that was nice because it, it's different if it's like a team member versus her voice. And, right. and like, we can, we already know that like he has a very sort of like protective, even like Hunter's like a, Hunter's like more fatherly. Wrecker's like brotherly, I think. Yes, and, very much yeah. so. And, and so we already know he's got that sort of protectiveness for her. Um, so I think whether it was intentional or not, I think it's a very, sweet touch to have uh him got up he, like he got up when he heard her ask him to get up mm-hmm. 
You're so sweet. And people are making me sad. Bob, I'm looking at you. He could be tending to rabbits soon. No, no. 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 (laughs) (laughs) You're going to make me so sad. No Lenny comparisons. I can't, I can't handle that. Okay. I love him. He's my favorite. He's my favorite batcher. I can't. I know I'm about to see it, but I, I'm so scared of of what is coming next. But let's see another comment here from Kickstand 2011. I may be showing my age, but Wrecker's Sphere of Heights is very similar to BA Baraka's Sphere of Flying in the A Team from the 80s. Yep. Totally, total A Team parody. I Great mean, we know, out. like we know, the batch is very inspired by that too, right? So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's it's got to be, it's got to be uh, intentional. Like at least it's like definitely a reference. Um, so yeah, very fun stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's so fun. It's 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 just such a fun like allusion to stuff that like the older Star Wars fans that grew up in the eighties, unlike myself, um, <laughs> have nostalgia have nostalgia for, and that's mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool to me. for sure. And while we, while the topic is is the Martez sisters, I just want to like say how <laughs> kind of funnily funnily enough when it when the mask came up it still took me like a second to be like who is that <laughs> it was like i like, again like i was i just did not expect them like no to show up so i was like who is that someone i know and then she spoke and i was like yo okay yo, um, queen. yeah so that was that was just really fun and and uh it just kind of like you know cool to see them you know in action um because obviously they did stuff, but during like a big chunk of those episodes, they were like in a cell. <laughs> right. Um, and it was a lot of Ahsoka running around. Um, so it was, it was fun to see them be a little more active. Rafa with one of the like clone pistols was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was, again, it was just a great, uh, a great combination of, of factors throughout this whole sort of middle section. It was, and it was, it's super, super cool to see, um, that the Martez sisters are now fighting for something more than themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, they had their own bad experiences with the Jedi and then they meet Ahsoka in the final season of the Clone Wars. But now it seems like they're they're doing uh, heists for good, for a greater good than just surviving and getting by. And I mm-hmm. think that that's, it's really cool to see how they as characters have grown because of meeting Ahsoka and because of having that experience with Crimson Dawn. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, so it was, I was so happy they brought him back and you're right. I didn't, it took me a second, like a, a couple, like a half a second to recognize it because I swear to God, I only look at their hair during the yeah. Cold War episodes. It's that so iconic so, too. Iconic yeah. hair that I'm just like, Oh, you're covering it up for like the whole episode. But that, mm. the, that voice is just so iconic. Like it's so, um, distinguishable from anybody else that as soon as she started really talking, I was like, come on. Oh yeah. The funny thing also is um, the, I guess, what was this Friday? So Friday morning, watch this episode and then it's watching law and order uh, Friday night. And this was mm-hmm. like law and order this, you know, pretty early. It's like season six. So it's like mid nineties and Elizabeth, I think it's Elizabeth Rodriguez, the name of the Rafa actress was in the Law and Order episode. I was like, no, uh, I was like, no, uh, get out of here. <laughs> so so yes. that, was, that was pretty funny. I was like, this is this is your weekend, your weekend. Your Rafa. time to shine. Yep. Your time to freaking shine. Oh my goodness. So I will say, 
Um, I saw this, my favorite joke of the entire episode. Yep. <laughs> Is there an echo in here? Yes, uh, I'm Echo. You, what? <laughs> so good. Oh, so good. So, so, so well good. written, so well structured. Like, you just can't beat a well structured joke. And, and there's something mm-hmm. just even very character based about it that's so sweet because Echo says that so earnestly. He's like, I yes, know. that's me. Oh. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's just like, man, that it's amazing. And I love that. Uh, I think sort of the like childlike innocence of both Echo and Trace being sort of like the key to that joke yeah. is, is just kind of funny. Um, so yeah, no, great stuff. I, I was, I was so pleased with, with so many of these, um, uh, sort of just straight up jokes and just, just funny dialogue. Again, the arm noodles. That was a great early one. The arm um, noodles. Oh, so, yeah, it, it was just, yeah. So, so much, uh, great, just little things, little pieces of dialogue. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. I think it was Amanda Rose Munoz, I think, who, who, uh, wrote this episode and, I don't I think, think that's right. I don't think she's credited with anything else. So that was a awesome debut for Star Wars. Amazing first to- time dipping your toe into the Star Wars Absolutely. sandbox, so you will. Um, so let's see here. Oh, another comment here from the chat on YouTube. Before we leave Rafa here, man, her skills have advanced since season seven. Rafa was shooting like a 501st member. Yes, yeah, she was. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, she was. I yep. love seeing the love for the Marteses in the chat right now. It makes me very happy. Hell yeah. Absolutely. And oh, T-Money says, live action Trace and Rafa in the Ahsoka series. Yeah, that's that's a, uh, a timeline jump for sure for them. But mm-hmm. hell, why not? Why, why not? not? Exactly. They seem about the same age as Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Who knows? They'd be fine. So I think this actually brings us to our next topic, the end of the episode. So once we secure the droid head from the decommissioning facility um, and uh, tech decides to copy it, they realize, oh, hey, don't know who we're giving this to. We're just doing a job. That's just what I'm here for. But then they realize that this could be used for greater good. Trace and Rafa mention fighting the Empire using this information that their contact wants to use this to now fight the clones because the clones are now part of the Empire. Um, so, yeah. So, at the end of the episode, R7, Cameo, Ahsoka's beautiful boy, <laughs> R7, is with yep. the Martez sisters. How how did that make you feel? How did that make you feel? I mean, it I just felt it felt good because I mean we know we know from the end of Clone Wars they they pulled the the wreckage out and you know he's there by the Y wing, um, and then it, then obviously it's like we know Ahsoka based on based on what we know from the book, based on what we sort of assume from Rebels and stuff, um, like she didn't have a droid with her. Um, so it was always this sort of like, well, why did they pull the body out to not use him and or to not only have him with her? Um, so yeah, it was, it was great to get the follow up on that and to have, um, R7 be working with them. And I think it, it also just sort of came around, like I sort of said earlier, I always expected, um, the end of Clone Wars to have Ahsoka go back, um, to the, the sisters, but I guess that's now that's now like just a 
implied history now, which is which is pretty great. And you know, just it proves she did go back. She did give them R seven or something like that. Um, just proof that proof that they remained uh, a contact for her. So yes. I think that's really fun and just a great follow up on on something from Clone Wars season seven. Absolutely. And Bob brings up a good question in the chat. Who's that contact? So at the end of the episode, we have the hologram. We just see like a shoulder. We just see some robes or what looks like appears to be robes. And we have no voice, nothing. The only thing we hear is that they refer to the contact as him. Who's Mm. the contact? Who do you think the contact is? Um, I don't think my guess is very creative, (laughs) but I do think, (laughs) I do think it's Rex. Um, because it sort of just tracks with the droid, um, the fact that they would, uh, like, you know, Ahsoka and Rex, maybe both of them together, gave them R7 as a way to contact them. Um, it goes with Rex knowing that they need the head of the battle droid. Um, you know, he, he's the kind of person who would, would know that kind of stuff. And then... We know Rex is in the show, <laughs> so like, yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense that you know she tells them about she tells him about the um, the batch, and he's like, "Oh, I know those guys." And then they find a way to meet, blah blah blah. So yeah, I, I mean, it, of course, it could be anyone. <laughs> it could it could be the bad guy for all we know. <laughs> like, who knows? Um, <laughs> so, but I do think it's Rex in this moment. I, I feel like it's a it's a solid jump for it to be Rex. Yeah. The one reason why I, I think that there's a there's a pretty good chance it will be Rex. Um, another popular theory that I kind of buy into on the internet is that it's Bail Organa mm-hmm. because they mentioned directly fighting the Empire. And when we meet Rex in Rebels, he's like in hiding. You know, I know I feel like his mission right now is maybe not, hey, let's go for the Empire. It's just let's save my brothers. That's the one mm. reason I think it may not be Rex. Also, we saw him in the trailers. And if you're going to like sizzle somebody exciting and then have it be, oh, it's the guy you already knew was in the show because he was in the trailer. Yeah. Um, that'd be kind of a bummer. Um, I could see it being Bale because deliberately fighting the Empire. I could see I could see that being the case. Um, the problem with that is them having R7 and... Bale would then know Ahsoka was alive that early, which I don't know if that necessarily fits. I know in Rebels when Ahsoka is revealed as the Fulcrum agent that you like have a bait and switch. Like somebody, I can't remember who I was talking to. I think it was maybe, maybe Aubrey. I don't remember. Somebody mentioned when they come down the stairs, it's like, oh, it's Bale. Nope, psych, it's actually Ahsoka. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's a good shout. I I can't remember. I don't remember the novel too well, the Ahsoka novel. Um, but I know Bale like played the big part in it, and I don't remember if that was their moment to be like, "Oh, we know about each other now." So yeah, it could right. it could be. I mean, I'll be, and also we do know um, that they don't mind tweaking. <laughs> Yep. Tweaking what may have been said in a in a book or comic. Um, so yeah, I mean mm-hmm. it's it's just as good a shout. I think um, you know in a lot of ways the animated shows are so good at you know walking hand in hand with the other developing projects. So we saw in a lot of Rebels there was great um, synergy with Rogue One, 
and yes. and sort of what and like for obvious reasons story wise, but also they were kind of making them at the same time, so it's like easier to be walking hand exactly. in hand. And now we're, we're now we can look at what we're working with now. So Bad Batch is running in line with Mando with, uh, with Book of Boba Fett, yeah, and mm-hmm. um, Andor. So mm-hmm. you know we have all these building blocks in place. It could be Bail. It could, could have been just as easy to be like, "Hey Jimmy, why don't you record some lines for us while you do this uh, while you're right. acting in Andor?" You know, so it's like it it makes a whole lot of sense for it to be anyone like that. And and yeah, the the shout for you know the goal being go after the Empire is a good one for for why it might not be Rex. Um, but again, right. yeah, we don't we don't know what his motive is now, um, you know, he could be, he could have started trying to go after them and then be like, okay, let's, uh, let's back off. Um, so yeah, it's, it's tough, but it's, it's, you know, part of that fun speculation of, of star Wars land. And I love the fun speculation in the chat. I'm just going to throw out to my favorite and totally credible theories. T-Money says it's Watto. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! Like, oh, I need that droid head. So I'm selling metal shop. Droid head, very good. Oh yeah. my good. That'd be a that'd be a trip. Clearly, I need to practice my Watto impression. Is what I'm getting out of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a really good one too. <laughs> definitely wrong theory. It's Kyle Katarn. Nope, it's definitely Kyle Katarn. Like you've changed my mind, and you can't sway me otherwise. At this never, point. That's never what say is. never, man. Never say never. That's it's, right. It, you know, it's it's a it's a weird place. This Star Wars galaxy. You don't know who's gonna show up. <laughs> exactly. so, so yeah, you know, you shoot your shot. Say Kyle Katarn, <laughs> and then when it happens, people are gonna be like, exactly. "You are a genius." Like, Oh, remember back yeah. in the day when everyone's like, Palpatine's not coming back. Palpatine's not coming back. Little did we think. Yeah. There he is. There you go. Anything's possible. It's all <laughs> there. Watto's unavailable due to mandatory sensitivity training. Oh, no. If, if anyone needs it. I mean. It's probably him. Yeah. It's a, he didn't have a great track record as far as <laughs> actions in a movie. <laughs> No, and definitely unpunished, unpunished actions in a movie. Like, let's be honest. You know, <laughs> he did not. He did not. Uh, you know, he lost some money, maybe, but he had some big crimes. Landra, this is it. This is the answer. It's three Kulaki and monkey lizards in a poncho. That's who the contact is. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> I oh, love man. it so much. Yeah. It's very Bojack Horseman, a very much two kids in a trench coat. I am yeah. Vincent, adult man. <laughs> oh I need, my God. I need the Amazing. canon names of each of them. Yeah, we need we need the, uh, the visual dictionary for the Bad Batch to establish who oh. who these lizard monkey lizards are. I need it in my life. I need it. I need it. Now my hopes have been brought up, and they can like they're going to come tumbling down. Now the bar is set too high, so. Actually, I take it back. How dare you, Ladra? You've you've <laughs> ruined the actual answer of who it's going to be. But that, like, it brings up a like. There's all this theorizing. We now have someone on one side who we don't know who they are, and we mm. still don't know who Fenix Contact is. And I think that's going to make for a really, really interesting battle of the two sides with the poor Bad Batch getting caught up in the middle yeah. of it. 
Yeah, I mean, imagine yeah. if it's the same person, right? Could you? Yeah. You never know. Uh, you never know. Um, even if it's a good guy, like a good guy could be playing all these different sides and and you know hiring bounty hunters. So yeah, it's just you don't know, and I think that's part of like like the title, the little subtitle says like it's a great mystery at the bottom of this whole um this whole sort of underlying menace of of this story. So mm-hmm. so yeah, I think. There's uh, all sorts of good shouts, whether they be Bale, Rex, Kyle Katarn, <laughs> three monkey lizards <laughs> in a trench coat. Like, there's, there's all, all, yeah, all sorts of great shouts. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see who it is because so far this show's not been a letdown on the on the surprise characters. Um, yeah. So so yeah, I think I think there's plenty of plenty of good healthy speculation, and then they're gonna hit us with something pretty legit i'm sure mm-hmm. i'm excited about it yeah oh yeah i got one more theory that i missed uh well if we're going all out the holograms corky cries yeah what corky. happened to that dude I know, it's an unanswered no. question you know maybe we'll find in, out in the bad batch yeah he wasn't in season seven he wasn't i'm pretty sure the last we saw of him was like getting flipped out of that speeder so yeah it's, Hopefully uh, it's okay. Yeah, tough stuff for Corky, the secret Kenobi. Oh, Corky. The, the secret, secret Kenobi. Kenobi bastard child. Oh, yep. Could you imagine? Actually, while we're doing that, let's bond Terry. I'll I'll put my I'll put it out into the universe, and hopefully yeah. it comes back to me. I would love for it to be Lux. Bunteri. Lux is a good one. We know he was um, still kind of working with Saw, and we saw we him it. already. Yeah. Yep. So we know the the Guerrera cell is is still going, and. Uh, yeah, that could that could be awesome, especially if Corky's still operating as a as a senator. Um, right. That could be that could be really interesting. So yeah, I mean, who knows? It's all you know. Again, another great another great idea. Um, and yeah, I'm just excited to see them reveal because yeah, they've I I feel like they've done for for obvious reasons. I feel like um, this show has been just such an amazing like. Um, like they, like they've just done the steps right. Like, right. you know, it, it's, and it makes sense. It's their, their third big show. Like, of course, of course you get better and better. Like that's the whole goal. And, and they've just done a great job at, I mean, the technical side, you know, push that to the side. Like obviously the, the animation, the sound design, everything is just this whole new level. But I think even the story they've done a really good job at layering step by step and and they go these are the these are the reasons why when shit pops off we're ready for it because they exactly. didn't rush they didn't rush it they were like okay here's you know a little bit a little bit here's you know little servings of of appetizers and you know they're they're getting us ready for some for some big stuff i'm i'm super pumped to uh to, to see they finally reveal the big the big moves and i, I think i saw like Kevin Kiner, like the other day, he's like, just wrote the finale or just recorded the finale score. Oh, like, he's like ten, out of 10 banger. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, no, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome, and I'm I'm so excited to be able to see this. Um, it like it's always great for for these shows when when the full sort of uh, arc of the season is out, and you can just sort of watch it in order and you know, without, without the weak pace and you get to see, you get to see just how well they, um, they walked you through this, these 16 episodes. 
I'm so excited. Yeah. So whether it's, it's, it's gonna be good. so whether it's gonna be Ryo Chuchi, whether it's gonna be Mieber Gaston, <laughs> whether it's gonna be Char Char, <laughs> whether it's gonna be Corky Dang, Rush, all teamed up together doing backdoor political yep. stuff for Organa, you know, whoever it is. The, the, I, and this is the resurrected. This is the resurrected Rush, I believe. Yes, as, Zombie as, Rush. Yeah, as a. Uh... <laughs> As detailed in the chat. So, yeah, chat Amazing. is doing a great job. I think another one just came in, um, bringing up Cassian. So Here we go. Yeah, there we go. Cassian. And then everyone's hired Cassian. Bam. You know, again, like we said earlier, this is in conjunction with Andor, production-wise. Um, so that's that's pretty fun. You never know. You'll never You'll know. Never know. Yeah. Also, a really fun thing, um, anyone who's been keeping up online with the uh, I guess like I don't know who does it. Maybe it's like um, Keith Kellogg or someone. It's like releasing the sort of like initial character sheets, like for the renders and mm. stuff. And some of the fun, like the most fun things on those, are looking at the date at which they were like submitted or something. And the Fennec oh. Shan, the Fennec Shan model was dated before even Mandalorian season one started. So. What? Yeah, so that's that's like super fun, and just goes to show how, like, <laughs> for for as much as people love the plan, <laughs> there, uh, sometimes sometimes there is a good plan, and you know they know they know what they're doing with this um with the synergy of these stories, and yeah, it's it's just cool that they had all that lined up. If if you're online, um, look out for those things because they're they're a lot of fun to look at and and see the dates. Heck yes. And so I think we're probably going to wrap it up here in a minute. But before we do that, we have to do our overall thoughts and score out of 10 Lulas. Dang. Come on. Do you want to go first or would you like me to go first? Uh, You go for it. Okay. So I loved this episode. Anything that I can nitpick at this edit is so minor that like who cares to be honest <laughs> I thought it was great the score was beautiful the animation was incredible um, I wish we saw different corners of Corellia but who really who cares um, I, I wish I had more Martez sister hair shots but really who cares we had them it was really exciting and you're starting to see them play a bigger role than what Clone Wars season 7 had suggested for them so I'm really really excited to watch that growth I'm excited at the little Easter eggy things we've gotten along the way. That's been super fun. The sound design, David W. Collins nailed it again. There was, I heard a Jabba's Palace droid. I heard all sorts of cute little sound nuggets that were delightful. The comedy was perfect. We finally had Wrecker start to malfunction. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just, I'm really excited. I'm really excited because... You know, they, they're really, this, this episode, I feel like moved us more forward than the previous ones. Not that that's a fault to the other ones, but it's just, I feel like there's a lot of things that have been put in place because of this episode and it's, it's really exciting. Um, so yeah, so for that, I'm going to give this earlier in the week, I gave it an eight and a half, but I'm going to give it a nine. I, I watched it two more times today and I'm just like, I, I love this. There's my cat feeder. Okay. Yep. Well. <laughs> Nine out of ten Lulas, there I will mute myself 
what did you feel about the episode? Yeah, I mean, everybody, you know, who's been listening along to to us talk about it, I think can tell the up like ultimate enthusiasm for this. And I, you know, I just see fat dubs across the board. It it is it's going to be a 10 out of 10 for me. Um they nailed it. Um it was just fun. It was funny. It was it had the fear like I talked about earlier, like it had this this moment of dread been building with Wrecker it it had it all and and I think there were there were just so many exciting moments like you said um it moved it moved the um moved the chains forward on like a lot of big things and um it's it's, you know it's been a good week for Star Wars for that like anyone who was out there reading War of the Bounty Hunters man like talk about big swings you know there's there's stuff going on and you know this this did a good one too with that this this really felt like Whatever, <laughs> whatever subplot for a rebellion there will be in this show, it looked like it kicked that forward, and I thought it was just an amazing, uh, you know, way to dig into these characters. I loved uh, Hunter, or I loved that Tech made the copy of the data, and then and Hunter gave that to them. I love that. Um, I'm curious what repercussions there will be for them not completing that. Uh, I wonder how Sid's got to react <laughs> to them not doing that. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it's just, there's, there's so much to be excited about with this show. Like I'm, I'm so glad it, it's doing what it's doing because yeah, it's just, it's just good. Like, what do you, what do you say? It's just good. It's just Um, good, man. So, so yeah, I mean, I'm even just thinking about it. I'm about as tired as Wrecker was after he punched out Moochie. (laughs) Uh, Like this, this episode is. You know, just wild. It it sets up so much. It sets up fun reveals. Um, so yeah, just get a, a whole bunch of Lulas from me. So many Lulas, and none of them yep. were half made today, which is very exciting. Yes. Um, so with that, I think we're gonna wrap things up a little bit. As the banner says below, you can become a patron of the Imperial Senate Podcast on patreon.com forward slash the imperial senate podcast and all available links to find us are in the description below uh you can follow us on twitter at imp senate pod and on instagram at imperial senate pod and where can they find you yeah if you uh want to find me um individually on twitter let's see which there we go this side at nequisha's um that's where you can find just me blabbering about all sorts blabbering about the upcoming Euro 2020 <laughs> Woo! soccer Vive la tournament. France! Vive la France! Come so, on, let's go, France! Let's, let's talk about this really quick because it was, of course, a random draw. Claire walked out with France. I walked out with France, guys. Unbelievable tournament favorites. Their, um, their second team could easily win this tournament. And you know, me, <laughs> not so lucky. Oh no. <laughs> and I've been I've been watching this stuff for a while, and I struggle to think of a team as shafted in a tournament than the team I got, Hungary, who is in a group with France, Germany, and Portugal. Powerhouses. So I don't know what's gonna happen, but uh hopefully if you're watching this, if you're in the tournament with us, um you can uh, have a good, have a better time than me, but <laughs> I hope, I hope that mighty Magyar energy is going to come fighting through. We're going to bring out the goulash, bring out the paprika, <laughs> fight, fight like a Hungarian <laughs> yeah. horn tail. 
<laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go full tilt on three teams that will beat us so badly. But anyway, you can keep up with that, and uh, you can also keep up on the other show I do, uh, One and Done Film Club, which is a film con- franchise film commentary um, show. We do all sorts of fun stuff coming up on our season finale, which you know what, all the fine folks watching, I'll give you a hint. You'll probably enjoy it. It's a Star Wars prequel trilogy, baby. We're gonna be watching one of those. Woo, woo. So that's going to be a blast. You can follow the show at one and done show and on, on Twitter. And it is available on all the good podcast places, Apple podcasts, Spotify, um, other ones. <laughs> if you use other, if you use other ones and I can't remember them, let me know and I'll make sure it's on there. But yeah, that, that's where you can find my stuff. And you can find Charlie um, on Twitter at CMWASHBY and on Instagram at CharlieMWAshby. Go follow, go join his Patreon because he does some really cool stuff up there. His Batman Return show with Alden is rad and he has an interview show. So go do that. It's a good time. He's not here. He's had some technical issues, but um, he will be back with us next week to discuss the next episode of Zabad Betch. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cstribs. And you can follow me as well on Kessel Run Transmissions every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And that is at KR Transmissions on Twitter. And uh, I think that's probably about it. Oh, and yeah. join our Discord. Join our Discord. Oh, yeah. uh, we can we can tweet out a link today of where you can join if you're not already. Um, especially if you want to keep up with the world stuff. The world stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Doing talking. (laughs) Doing talking. Can you tell that Charlie hosts this every week? There's this is this is not going well. Um, But yeah, if you want to keep track of our Euros competition, if you want to talk about the moisture farm, if you want to join, which is always a great place, if you want to hang out in the cantina, there's all sorts of stuff going on. There's voice channels where you can all hang out together. And it's fun. So go join our Discord. We'll tweet out a link today um, at Impsetapod. It'll, it'll be up there. And um, other than that, I think that's all we've got yeah. for you guys. Yeah. Thanks for, so we thanks for joining you. in. Thanks for and, joining um, in. Back for episode seven. Woo! Undoubtedly another banger coming from uh, Lucasfilm Animation. <laughs> oh, no freaking doubt. <laughs> yep. All right. So with that, we will say peace out, guys, and we'll catch you next week. See ya.